Madeleine Albright, whom functioned as the very first female chief of nation as well as opened the path for women like Hillary Clinton and Condoleezza Rice, died today of cancer, according to her family. She was 84 years old. Deaths in Hollywood and the Media in 2022, a photo gallery. Albright had a distinguished career even before Bill Clinton nominated her as the country's inaugural female chief of staff in 1993. It was during the Carter administration that she began her White House career as a member of the National Security Council. When Bill Clinton was elected president in 1992, Albright was instrumental in putting together the new administration's National Security Council. Clinton quickly promoted her to the role of United States Ambassador to the United Nations, a position she held until 1997, when she was appointed Secretary of State. Albright served as Secretary of State from 1993 until Clinton stepped down from the position in 2001. She was a member of the Committee on International Relationships Management Board before she died unexpectedly. Ex-President Madeleine Albright being honored the national nominated by President Obama in 2012. Maria Joanna Korpilova was birthed on May 15, 1937, at Madrid, Slovakia, to a Czechoslovakian ambassador and his family, who had escaped the Nazi invasion of their home country. She met Joseph Medill Patterson Albright after she arrived in the United States, with her name now anglicized to Madeline. The two were married in 1959 and had three daughters, Alice Patterson Albright, and Corbell Albright, and Catherine Medill Albright. Alice Patterson Albright is the oldest of the three daughters. Their divorce was finalized in 1982. During her tenure as Secretary of State, Albright advocated for NATO expansion, action in the Balkans to prevent genocide or ethnic cleansing, and the promotion of democracy around the world. Check out latest. Walking Dead actor Moses J. Mosley cause of death revealed. Kyle Rittenhouse, a U.S. teenager, has been found not guilty in the Kenosha killings. Former Trump campaign chairman Paul Manafort was denied boarding to Dubai due to a revoked passport. Even as the impending Russian invasion of Ukraine drew attention back to NATO, the former Soviet republics, and the threat of ethnic cleansing in the region, former Secretary of State Madeleine Albright predicted in an essay for the New York Times that invading Ukraine would ensure Mr. Putin's notoriety by leaving his country diplomacy isolated, economically hampered, and strategically vulnerable in the head of a stronger, more Union West. Albright had several cameo appearances as herself on the CBS television series Madam Secretary, in which T. Leone played a deputy secretary of state. Albright also appeared in episodes of Parks and Rec and Lorelei Girls, and she was a regular guest on talk shows. Madam Secretary, a memoir, which was published in 2003, was her account of her life. She later published a book called Reading My Connectors, Memoirs from an Official's Jewel Case, wherein she explained the symbolism of the brooches she wore while on diplomatic missions around the world. She attributed the practice back to her time as UN ambassador, during which she had expressed her displeasure with Saddam Hussein. There was a poem published in the Baghdad newspapers that compared me to an unparalleled serpent, she recalled to Variety in 2009. The snake pin was something I had on hand, and I opted to wear it as we were dealing with Iraq. Her family shared the news of her passing on Twitter today, according to a statement. We have lost a wonderful mother, grandmother, sister, aunt, and friend, the family stated in a statement. Being an unwavering champion of democracy and freedom, she was at the time of her death a teacher at Georgetown University School of Foreign Service, chair of the Albright Stonebridge Group, which is a division of Denton's Global Advisors, director of Albright Capital Management, 
Head of State of the Harry S. Truman Bursary Foundation, Chair of the National Progressive Institute, Chair of the United States Defense Policy Board, and a creator. President Joe Biden ordered all flags on United States government facilities to be flown at half-staff until March 27 in honor of Albright. Madeline was always a force for goodness, grace, and decency, and for freedom, Vice President Joe Biden said in a statement released after the tragedy. Clinton stated the reporters that he just spoke with Secretary of State Madeleine Albright on the conflict in Ukraine. I had a conversation with her a few of weeks ago, the former president added. She had a powerful voice and her mind was as sharp as a tack and she was not about to be concerned about how long she had left to live or how long she didn't have left to live because she knew she was receiving excellent care and she couldn't do anything about it. In the course of the interview, she kept bringing up how Ukraine needed to be defended, that was all she wanted to talk about. It didn't matter that she was joyful and upbeat, she didn't want to be forced to confront her health problems. A message from Leonie was shared on Twitter, in which she wrote, To all of us extremely fortunate ladies who were touched by the noble Madeleine Albright, we lost the OG MSEC. I hope we are able to recognize her unwavering commitment to fighting for our democracy. No matter how many times she mentioned it, she never forgot. That's something I'll keep in mind. Not to mention her effortless, contagious, and great laugh. In the city of Toronto, Justin Trudeau, Prime Minister of Canada, announced on Tuesday that his Liberal Party and the leftist New Democratic Party, the opposition, had reached an agreement to keep his party in power until 2025. Trudeau stated, What this means is that the government can function with predictability and stability during this uncertain period, present and implement budgets and get things done for Canadians. Re-election for Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's Liberal Party was confirmed in September despite the party failing to win a majority of seats in Parliament. NDP support for Trudeau's Liberals is contingent on pharmaceutical and dental care accords, but the NDP will not be represented in Trudeau's cabinet and Trudeau has stated that the NDP would not have veto power over any budget or other legislation. Trudeau announced that the two sides have decided to work together. We need to focus on what we have in common, rather than what we don't. There will be no coalition government if the Liberals fail to satisfy their demands, NDP leader Jagmeet Singh declared. It's not just me that thinks this is a good idea, though. Anarchists and truck drivers who occupied portions of Ottawa earlier this year called for Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's administration to be overthrown. He can rest easy knowing that he'll be in charge for a little longer. A power grab by Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, Interim Conservative Party leader Candace Bergen said. Canada's Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has said he intends to run for re-election in 2025. For as long as it takes for the next election to take place, Trudeau says he plans to continue serving Canadians. Though he would have been in power for 10 years by then, many in Western Canada are skeptical that he will do so given the decline in his popularity and the growth in antipathy toward him during that time. As the second youngest Canadian Prime Minister in history, Justin Trudeau made history in 2015 when he promised sunny ways to the country. However, he has twice been re-elected as president. Read more. Is Trudeau lost the battle against truckers? Truckers warned by police over unacceptable protests. Canada court orders and truck blockade on bridge. When Pierre Trudeau came to power in 1968, the support he received was nicknamed Trudeau-mania, and Trudeau took after his father's image as a star, though not one with political substance. One of the few Canadian politicians renowned in the United States is Pierre Trudeau, 
who served as Prime Minister from 1963 to 1984, with a brief pause, prompting similarities to John F. Kennedy. On the one hand, the agreement will save Trudeau's liberal minority government from collapsing, but on the other hand, it will promote more left-leaning expenditure goals such as dental care and medical medication coverage. Bellin described the situation as frustrating, adding that the Conservative Party of Canada would suffer as a result. Bellin says Justin Trudeau's term is significant, noting that he will join Jean Chrétien and Stephen Harper as the longest-serving prime ministers in modern decades. While Pierre Trudeau served as Canada's third-longest-serving prime minister for over 15 years, his son would struggle to replicate that record, Belland observed. Trudeau's ability to expand the social security net is likely to be what people remember him for, according to Robert Bothwell, an expert on Canadian history at the University of Toronto who studies international relations. I believe he is aware of it, which, according to Bothwell, is at least partially what is driving his actions. It's not uncommon for people to associate Justin Trudeau with grand gestures and half-awake politics when they think of him. Bothwell added that Trudeau's legacy involves bringing the party back to the forefront of Canadian politics. Politically speaking, that's a huge win for the Democrats. As for Stephen Harper's rightward tilt, he slowed it down, which is noteworthy Bothwell made the statement. As a result of Russia's actions in Ukraine, Bothwell added, Canada will be under pressure to increase its defense spending from 1% to 2% of GDP, a benchmark that it has previously lagged behind. In the 1950s, Canada's defense budget was roughly 4% of GDP. As a result of that, they decided to put off any expansion of the social safety net altogether Bothwell made the statement. Taxes may rise, according to Bothwell. He assured her, saying, there's room for you here.